This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. They weren't kidding, this is a really intimidating room. I have to say, I'm so pleased that Chris has been acknowledged because I just think that what he does is unlike anything anyone else is doing. Hello everyone and welcome to the Next Best Picture podcast. I am not your usual host, but your usual host, Mr. Matt Neglia, is currently at the Golden Globes. Or not at the Golden Globes themselves, but at the Universal Studios after party. So I'm sure he's having a great time. Meanwhile, to go over the Golden Globes ceremony that just happened. Time of recording, Sunday, January 7th at 11.18 p.m. Eastern Time. I am your host for this episode, Daniel Bayer. And joining me, we have Giovanni Lago. Hello, everyone. Alyssa Christian. Hello. And Will Mavity. Hello, hello. So, the Golden Globes, the 81st annual, they they, they happened. Um, <laughs> and we were all there to, to watch. Um, I want to just start with getting everyone sort of like, general ideas about how you thought the ceremony went um how you, what you thought of the winners just in general because you know we got the new the new voting body this year for the golden globes they have a lot more people in the voting body and did we see changes because of that um i think we may have but other people might have different ideas uh geo why don't we start with you uh, okay, like, you know what? Just like Joe Coy himself, let's get the, the terrible aspect out of the way so that way you just step to the side the rest of the show. Um, the hosting was bad. The hosting was atrocious. I feel, and I, I don't remember who was in the last, um, the pod of the year where we, for Next Best Picture, we talked about, you know, someone asked a question of what we think the shows are going to be like. I assumed that after a tumultuous year in this industry, SAG strike, the Writers Guild strike, you know, we're going to come with a more appreciative lens. Everyone's back. Hollywood's favorite party. We get to drink and enjoy and celebrate film. And I and sure, like fun little jabs. But, you know, it's 2024. The bit of your movie is too long is incredibly just not funny. It's repeated every <laughs> year. It's exhausting. 
Um, also, just the jokes in general were not good. And you know what's not good of a host to do? Uh, oh, this joke didn't land. Sorry you didn't like it. The writers did that one. I didn't do that one. Yeah, bad hosting. When incredibly, I think the one thing we want to see, whether the, the shows these are geared for, we want to see beautiful people win awards in nice clothing and celebrate movies. That's it. That's that's all we come for. And there's some great – I think overall, I think we all – the winners themselves I thought were great. I think this is a r- real turning point that the Globes came out with a message that we are a different awards body. There are certain categories that we're talk- going to talk about that – they're very much like in previous years, we would have been like, oh, this would have won easily. And they decided to zag dramatically. And I think that was for the better. And they're really proving that we want to be a better awards body. We want to put on a better show. So, you know, maybe just get a different house. But besides that, I think win wise, mm-hmm. I have no complaints. Yeah, he that opening monologue was a lot of old jokes uh, that did not exactly land very well. It was dispiriting to watch, to say the least. I would completely agree with you on that. I would even say, you know, like, because last year, you know, they had Gerard Carmichael, and that was just a bad fit. I don't think he was is really a host at all. But I think after this, like, I think people should just, like, rethink the type of people they ask to do these award shows because comedians are always going to make jokes. And we were kind of talking about this on the most recent uh, main show where we were talking about someone asked a question about if we have more fun reviewing bad movies. And yeah, it's a lot easier to make an insult joke than it is to make a joke about something that you love. And so comedians are usually going to make an insult joke. Like, that's what they do. But if you get talk show hosts, if you get like an Oprah Winfrey to host, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel, for example, they're going to make, because their whole job is to be nice, they're going to make a lot nicer jokes and maybe even make the evening move faster because that's literally their job. That's what they do. As talk show hosts, they have a certain amount of time for each interview segment and they make it move. But yeah, I agree. Joe Coy, not the best host, which was very unfortunate. Uh, Alyssa, what did you think of the evening? Yeah, so pretty much along the same lines of the host was terrible. Every time he came back on screen, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) But I didn't want to mute it because I didn't want to miss anything in case, you know, I missed a presenter or something, but yeah, he was just unbearable. I mean, when Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell came on and did their little bit, I thought they should have just been the host because they were great. I mean, they made me laugh more than anything else. (laughs) And some of the speeches made me laugh more than the host. But, you know, if you forget about the ceremony and just focus on the winners, which is really what I'm most interested in. Yeah, so I was really happy overall with the winners but on both the film and TV side, but obviously the film side. And I think, it, you know, poor things winning over Barbie and comedy. And I'll get into detail later, but things are looking really good for Oppenheimer at this point. So, yeah, I am pretty happy with the wins overall. Obviously not happy that Past Lives got totally shut out, but other than that, pretty ha- happy about it. Another in the same camp. Will, your thoughts? Yeah. I think broadly speaking, it, it, it was fine as a show, aside from just an apocalyptically bad hosting choice. 
Unfortunately, I think they realized he sucked and they uh, phased him out fairly quickly. There were certain weird choices otherwise with the production of the show I didn't like. Uh, for example, the box office achievement award, the, the clips they used were so unnecessarily long, especially when clips from major actual categories either didn't have any clip. I'm looking at you acting categories. It was so weird, right? That was yeah. so strange. I don't get it. That is like the one group of cat. That's like the one type of category that people most want clips for. And I, I think that was a mistake. I'm not really sure why it was a thing. Uh, so wasn't a fan of that. I thought some of the presenter pairings were weird. <laughs> Some of them were just very uncomfortable and the jokes didn't land. Yeah, there were, there were, there were some great standout moments. Will Ferrell, obviously. and it, it, You know, I think mostly it was a pretty forgettable show. It was a good night for Oppenheimer. I think it does, to an extent, show that this is a new Globes. Um, I, I think someone in the group chat said recently that, you know, the old Globes would have given this to Barbie. So uh, that more than anything, and then the screenplay win, which we'll talk about more, um, were both, I think, indicative of uh, pretty broad changes. I was disappointed by how predictable all but one of the wins were, basically. Uh, but, you know, I wouldn't say any of the wins were bad, and so I guess it's better to have predictable wins than some of the stuff you know, some of the Globes passed where we finished the show being like, what the fuck? Why did that win? So, you know, I, I, I can't complain about the winners. They're they're fine. But yeah, you know, I uh, always going to be an inferior show to the Oscars. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I thought it was really funny that the opening of the show really tried to hammer home the, like, it's the Golden Globes, everybody's going to be drunk, anything could happen thing. And what happened was lots and lots of really bad jokes. That was what happened with all the alcohol. Ugh, that's... That's incredibly annoying. But, you know, hey, at least Joe Coy himself seemed to be having a great time doing that monologue. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I know. He kept laughing after, like, every other joke. And I'm like, you're the only one laughing, my guy. You're you're the only one. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if I I love uh, following, oh, f- uh, Carpetbagger from the New York Times, Kyle Buchanan on on Twitter. And, like, oh, apparently it did not go over well in the room at all the moment i knew it was like really bad because i was is the moment he made that um flower moon joke when he's talking about it's like yeah you know it's crazy well white people did blah, blah, blah. oh and i was like yeah sure like that's a fine joke i get it but as soon as he mentioned that even the people who made the film and then it's like a targeting scorsese joke and i legitimately yeah. tweeted i was like i heard audible boos from the crowd 
and that is like wow because that's like i mean sure like you know also i felt like if it had better delivery it would land in better but that's just like feels like he went on film twitter as writers did he's like okay yeah we got this one oh this <laughs> one's in the bag cool but uh it just it did not land like a lot of it's just, you know, again, maybe sometimes people just want to watch award shows to watch people get awards. And that's not bad. And I think, like you said it perfectly, a host is someone who just expedites the process along and makes sure it goes on smoothly. Maybe you don't need, like, a 10-minute monologue. Maybe you could do, like, five minutes. You know, just shut out some movies, a couple of jokes. If you want to throw in a, a good one zinger that's, like, you know, comes at someone, sure. But make sure it's good. And then, like... And and for a first presentation, blah, blah, blah. It's so simple that I don't get, after all these shows, all these hosts, that no one gets it. I can't wait to have the same problem when Kimmel goes for, like, the fourth year or whatever of hosting the Oscars and talks about, uh, yeah, wow, uh, Killers of Flower Moon, who stayed awake through that one, huh? Like, okay, dude, we get it. Cool. Yeah, it's also hard because, like, that – I feel like it's not as true in most years as it is in this year that – all the movies are long, so I get the like desire, the impulse to make a joke about it, but like find a more original slash funnier way to do so. <laughs> yes, please. When without insulting the movies. Yeah, I think yes. we're all Taylor Swift in that moment where she just takes a drink. I was like, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was one of the. That one was, you know, that was a bad one. That that reaction shot was brutal because that was a joke nobody laughed at. And there was a certain point towards later on when he made a joke and no one laughed at all. And then he said, I think it was like right before Nicolas Cage joke. It was like crickets. And then he's like, well, everyone, happy birthday, Nicolas Cage. And everyone clapped. And I was like, ugh, okay. Yeah, it was a lot of low-hanging fruit after the monologue. But, you know, at least he mostly got out of the way after that. So that was nice. Yeah. But anyway, on to the actual awards. Um, first up, we had Angela Bassett and Jared Leto presenting Best Supporting Actress in a film to Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers, who it hasn't quite swept everything, but has pretty much swept all the major awards this season and i don't think there's anything that can stop her at this point yeah no, it's looking pretty good for her i was worried about her dress there i thought oh no hopefully oh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens <laughs> that is one of those things where like whenever she was standing like when i saw her on the red carpet like it looks like oh this is so secure but like once she was up there and talking i was like oh no or like please don't have a wardrobe malfunction <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is, I think, one of the few categories where we could be like, this is the beginning of probably a very successful award season. Um, you know, that's a performance that I think is going to just be supported by the fact that there is admiration for the holdovers, uh, especially in this show, because we'll probably talk about another one it has, obviously. And just just a sweet speech, simple, quick to the point. It was It was nice. It was a nice moment. Yeah, I don't have much to add to that. I mean, I'm happy for her. Uh, I do think this is probably the start of a pretty much a sweep in that category. I, I think probably both supporting categories yeah, are yep. going to be <laughs> chugging along the same winners all season. Yeah. Yep, I'd agree. They brought back Angela and Jared to present supporting actor to Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. And he got the evening's first little standing ovation. Uh, joked that he was on beta blockers for the evening 
um, and which was fun, and really just gave a lovely speech. And again, like he's had a not as uh, clear cut path to victory as Divine Joy Randolph has, but I think this is going to be the start of a very, very good season for him on the televised awards front. Yes. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our reactions to the 2024 Golden Globe Award winners. If you want to get the full episode, you will have to head on over to Next Best Pictures Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you'll get the rest of this episode and other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you all so much for listening, as always, and we will see you all next time. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.